Welcome to Activations with JJ Ascension School Part 23. In today's episode, you will learn a little bit more about how to find out if you are an angelic hybrid or angelic starseed and how to further explore your abilities as an angelic. Welcome, my friends. I am so thrilled to have you co-create with me today for this Ascension School episode. If you have been with me for a while, you know that I love to do these episodes as they allow us to do some deep dives into some really fascinating topics. Oftentimes, I will refer to different books, such as those by Dolores Cannon or Sal Rochelle, a couple of my favorites. Today, however, I am going to pull from my own personal experiences as I speak to you a little bit about what it is like and how you can find out if you are an angelic starseed. Now, first of all, I want to let you know that that verbiage isn't even all the way correct, but it's just the best way that I can express what it means to have come from the angelic realm. You know, we have a lot of people out there and many of you I know are seeking to know your cosmic roots. And that is essentially what I mean when I say angelic starseed. It means that you were an angel and then you incarnated as a human being. And I know that Dolores Cannon mentions this sometimes. Other people have also spoken about these earth angels. Those of you who, again, started out in the angelic realm, spent most of your existence there and chose to come down to the planet at this auspicious time, at this incredible time of ascension of Gaia for a purpose, for a purpose. So as I mentioned before, I have had many, many sessions with angelics. It's interesting because typically what happens is I won't have a session for a while and then I'll have like five in a row. It's like all of them telepathically communicated and I needed to calibrate to this angelic energy. That being said, I also don't have a ton of offerings with uh, relation to angelics, but they do come through all the time in my one-on-ones, not just because the person is an angelic starseed, but also because they are the guardians of many of you. I know that there are many, many people who are associated with Archangel Michael. He is a steward over humanity and Gaia, and so we know that his assignment is to work with us And he is just such a powerful presence. I really encourage you to call him in and to begin to work with him as he offers so much support, stability, and strength during this time of ascension. In addition to that, I know that many of you have worked with Archangel Metatron, Archangel Gabriel, Archangel Jophiel, Archangel Sandalphon. In fact, many of these angels came through in our angelic activation schools. I did two of them this past spring of 2022. I actually felt a call to create an additional angelic activation school this fall. It starts October 22nd. These are group uh, workshops, group gatherings, where I will literally gather with you to channel activation and information from the angelic realm The interesting thing about this particular angelic activation school, which I'm going to start here at the end of the month, is that I have felt drawn to activate angelic templates within you. 
And so if that resonates with you, you can check out the link below. But let me talk a little bit about how you would know if you are an angelic being. The funny thing about people is that when I sit down with them to do a reading on their starseed origins, there are many who I come up with straight away are angelics. It's very clear to me that they are. And a lot of them didn't really resonate with any of the inter interdimensional races either. So it, it feels right to them to be connected as an angelic. Another one of the characteristics of people who are angelic starseeds is that they are a little bit uncomfortable in their bodies. And I know that sounds kind of funny. I actually read that somewhere and now I can't remember where it was. But then I started noticing it in my sessions and when I would have an angelic starseed come to me what would happen is their guides would say this person has had a tough time with the heaviness and the density of the physical human body this means that sometimes you've had a lot of physical issues you may have issues feeling like you fit into your body you may have issues like with body image and I know that sounds really strange to say, and you might think, well, that's just like psychology. But I tell you, when you come from the angelic realms where it is very, very high density, one, two, you're flying around everywhere, okay? You have the ability to fly, and then all of a sudden, you're anchored into this human body. It is quite the contrast. And it can take a lot of time to overcome that feeling of just resentment that you're here in this really kind of thick energy. Now, as we work with people, as I work with people, as you work with your guides or other light workers or intuitive coaches, and those especially those that are associated with the angelic realms, we begin to come to understand our role here and it becomes easier for us one of the things that I have told angelics over and over again is that it is super important for them to have a better relationship with their body because they came and were incarnated for a reason. One, their soul wanted to experience this density. And so it's not like a punishment. Many of them come here and they feel like they have been punished. They feel like they were sent. And I think that's where the concept of fallen angel comes in. I honestly do. When I hear those words, it makes me think of that. This is kind of part from religious programming. You are not a fallen angel. You literally chose to come here. You used your sovereignty and your free will to embody because it looked like a really cool experience. Not only that, but I feel like many of those angelics, uh, those who are listening included, came here because of their love for the human race, there are several of you who I know have been guardian angels for humans. Many of you might be confused about that too because you've had readings where you felt like you had past lives, but it was just kind of a little off. If you feel like you're an angelic, but then you've also had readings where you've had past lives, again, it's possible that you were simply a guardian angel for those people. And it really felt like it was you. Some of the guardian angels even hold trauma from witnessing the experiences and the trials and tribulations of those who they watched over, even the deaths. Honestly, I've, I've literally picked up on that energy, done healing work with angelic beings. 
Angelic beings are very, very tender-hearted. They tend to see the best in everyone. And for that reason, it happens that they occasionally are quote-unquote taken advantage of. And I don't really love using that terminology. But those of you who this resonates with know exactly what I'm talking about. You keep giving people second chances because you know that someday that spark of goodness within them will be ignited and they'll mend everything and they'll change their ways. But sometimes it doesn't happen for a really long time. It gets really tiring and you just begin to feel really, really bogged down. And that's where it's important to set boundaries and to learn to navigate humanity without sacrificing yourself just to be like the person that takes the punches, right? So I want to take a moment and remind all of you who feel like you're angelics to work on your solar plexus, to specifically call in your guides to help you work on those. Another really fascinating thing that I've learned as I've worked with angelics, and I have people come through, in fact, one of the most fascinating cases was working with someone when I was doing my multidimensional soul integration right at the very, very beginning. I would have one-on-one sessions with people and they would, you know, like to explore if they should do multidimensional soul integration. And I am 100% honest with people. If I don't feel like that's the best path for you, I will either say, mm, not right now, or here's some other options, but that's not really feeling like the thing for you. There have been people who were angelics and spirit said to me, hmm, this person has a totally different ascension path than most of the people that you work with. And what you need to do is just create a unique mentorship system, a unique uh, set of sessions just for them. And it will not look like anybody else's because we want to tutor them as their angelic guides in ways that don't currently exist, in programs that don't currently exist, with modalities that aren't on the planet right now because they are unique to the angelic realm. And so I literally just had to surrender as a channel to their guides, setting the intention that it was for their greatest and highest good. And we opened ourselves up to learn and to learn a lot And wow, the incredible information that came through in those sessions. Oh my goodness. I learned a ton about the angelic realms. And this is where I was meaning to say I learned about the different colored realms. Now, I am not the first person to bring out this. I am not a 20-year student of the angelic realms. And you can go on websites and you can follow people who channel that are. And so I want you to know that if this feels right to you to lean into it, please seek out those resources. I'll try to drop a few in the comment section or the description below. But if you are familiar with them, you can also make a comment on the YouTube video. So again, the realms for me came through as colors. So there was the ruby, and they came through as gems actually. So the ruby angelic realm, the emerald angelic realm, the sapphire angelic realm, etc., etc. There's the diamond angelic realm. It feels more like a crystal, but it's diamond. It's diamond when it comes to angelics. There's the golden angelic realm that is very rare. It's associated with the golden winged collective. It is associated with 
the beings who are also winged. Winged beings, and this is just my opinion. You don't have to take my word for it. Winged beings are ascended interdimensionals, let's just say, who are hybrid angelics, hybrid angelics, including like Pegasus, right? And there are some dragons who are dragon angelics. There are some Arcturians who are Arcturian angelics. There are fairy hybrid angelics. I've run across all these. It's been super fascinating. So you actually might be a hybrid if this is ringing a bell, but you also feel like, well, I'm Pleiadian too. Hey, you might be because you might be a hybrid. What is a hybrid? Well, I'll be honest. It kind of goes on a case-by-case basis what I'm reading for people. But sometimes I feel like there's one body and it houses two souls. Dolores Cannon talks a little bit about this, so I am not just picking this out of thin air. (laughs) I hope that you can maybe explore that a little bit more, tap into your guides, run it by them, use your discernment. But in my personal opinion, there can be two souls within one body And that's how we're multidimensional, my friends. That's how we're multidimensional. So essentially, like, you have either a soul aspect or a parallel life as an angelic and as a Pleiadian, or as an angelic and an elemental. That's a whole different combination. That's heaven and earth. Super powerful combination. So that's my two cents on what it means to be an angelic and an angelic hybrid. Let me talk to you a little bit about the energies of the angelics, how I know when they come through. First of all, the wings are obvious right off the bat. But the interesting thing about the wings is sometimes they're crystalline. Just the other day, I was with an angel who was in a session who had wings that looked lacy to me. They looked like a doily. They felt lacy. There's been uh, rainbow wings There have been feathered wings, obviously. There have been wings that felt metallic. So all kinds of different wings I've experienced. There's been dragon-like wings, wings that felt a little bit more like what you would see a dragon having. All of these are potentially hybrids or angelics. When they're pure angelics, like 100% angelics, I feel like they have either feather or crystalline wings. I forgot to mention that I've also felt uh, butterfly wings or fairy type wings with angelic hybrids. So that's a little bit about their physicality. I have also noticed the halos and the halos have been on the head, around the forehead, like a headband, and also on the wrists, around the body, Not only do the angelics have them around their bodies, but they also use them with healing. And the angelics have sort of allowed others to, or or taught others this technology of using these rings of energy. And they have come through in sessions with Arcturians and other interdimensionals as well. I feel like they were tutored by the angelics on this particular type of healing, this particular tool, I guess you could say. In addition to that, with with regards to, you know, how I feel them, how I bring them through, how I channel them, I've also brought through quite a bit of angelic light language. Now, for the most part, if it is a 100% angel, they will have a light language that is coming forth in song. 
I cannot always channel the light language. I hear it and it does sound like either harps or instruments that I cannot imitate with my human voice. But there are times when I do bring it through and it's literally almost always song. They are telling me right now as I'm bringing this through to you that there are angelic beings who channel light language or who bring through light language that is not song, but the majority of the time, those are hybrids. Those are hybrids. It's just the language of angels comes through song. And that is why I think we feel such an affinity to music as a way to carry vibration as all of us, I believe, originally were angelic. So we originally started out as an angel that's a whole other subject. I don't even know if I have time to dive into. Well, this is Ascension School, so I should touch on it, right? Um, I don't want to pass over, though, a couple things about the angelic light language. So the angelic light language comes through as song, and a lot of times, not a lot of words. It's just tones, just tones coming through. Ooh and ah. And you occasionally might hear or feel with your clear audience these angelic sounds that sound like choirs they literally sound like choirs it's actually true in the bible what it says there's a lot in the bible that refers to the angelic realms that is 100 accurate so that's an interesting fact about the way the angelic light language comes through i would love again to hear your experiences with angelic light language please drop in the in the comment section if you have something to add in about that okay so I'm going to touch on the idea that I just brought forth about everybody starting out as an angel. You can definitely read this somewhere else. I know I've probably gleaned this information from something and I'm not going to proclaim to be the original bringer and bearer of this message. But as I just sit with spirit and my guides and ask, what is it about angels? Were we all angels, et cetera, et cetera. I truly feel that the trajectory and the journey of a soul is to start out as a newborn soul coming forth out of source, out of the cosmic womb, and the first existence and embodiment we have is as an angel. Some souls choose to be in those angelic realms the majority of their existence, well, up until a certain point because existence is eternal, right? Right? But let's just say some people on this planet who have embodied that were angelics, this is the first time they've ever had any kind of body. So it's like they're literally once removed from the angelic realm. Other beings, let's call them older souls or maybe not even older souls, just ones that chose a different experience, have embodied in lots of other existences as humans, as interdimensionals, as other beings. And they are like 20 times removed from the time that they were an angelic. So they feel more like a starseed, even though at one point they were an angelic as well. I believe every single one of us in our ascension journey will have wings activated. Truly, I believe that Homo Luminous has wings and that that is what we are activating it currently and that's actually why I think I felt drawn to do the angelic activation school at the end of October is because I believe that they will be activating those templates 
to allow our DNA to shift over into homoluminous light beings, crystalline light beings, to ascend with the new earth. And that's kind of the final point that I want to make in this particular episode. I think we covered quite a few things, as always. With the Ascension School episodes, I feel like it's a firehose session, even though it was only 20 minutes. Take what you need, leave what you don't, and just process the pieces of information that resonated with you. My intention is that whenever you listen to these Ascension School episodes, that there will be some kind of golden nugget of wisdom that you needed, another puzzle piece for your Ascension journey. And it may just be one sentence I said or one concept I brought up. You definitely don't need to try to digest everything. But as always, I am extremely grateful to you for your willingness to co-create with me, to support me. I appreciate all of the subscriptions that are occurring on the YouTube channel. For those of you who have come and followed me on Instagram or TikTok, publish daily reels and light language. It's a great place to get little snippets of information, little quick sound bites and and things that will help your vibration every single day. It truly is an honor, my friends. I want to make sure I mention again, I would love, love to join with you to create the Angelic Activation School container. If you feel drawn to gather, all of the information is below it's an amazing opportunity. I do it about every six months. So this will be the chance for a while. And it's going to be very special this time. I truly feel that. All right. I am sending you so much love. And I want to remind you that I am you. And you are me. And we are we. Until next time. Mm-hmm.